Welcome to the Max Schmarzo podcast. I hope you are all doing well today. We have a fun one with us today. Today, I've always enjoyed these kind of conversations and I want to bring it forth to the podcast here. So today we're going to have a fun thought experiment. No, we're not talking about anything strength and conditioning. No, we're not talking about anything fitness. Yes, we're talking all things Bigfoot. So find a comfy seat, settle in, and let's get ready for this Bigfoot journey as I tackle the mystery of Bigfoot. Now, for the sake of fun and the sake of this experiment here, I want you guys to indulge me a little bit. Play along with me. Doing that, I think it'll make this a little more fun as we go through it. So keep your mind open as we tackle Bigfoot here. Now, I got my notes with me, and I want to provide some evidence, maybe not necessarily evidence, but an argument as to who Bigfoot might be or what, where Bigfoot might go, and all in all, try and convince you that maybe, just maybe, there's a little bit of you that might think this argument makes a little bit of sense. So the initial hypothesis and the assumption we have to make is a large one. And I know, I get it. Not all of you are going to be quick to accept this hypothesis, but for the sake of argument, we're going to make it off the bat. And then I'll, based on this, the fact that our hypothesis or our assumption is, I should say, our assumption is that Bigfoot is real. I'm going to construct my argument around it because, of course, you could find lots of things as to why Bigfoot is not real, but that's not fun. And I'm not into not having fun. I'm into fun. So if you don't like fun, you can turn off whatever listening device you're on right now. But if you want to have some fun, stick around and let's dive in. So the initial hypothesis is Bigfoot is real. Okay. We have to accept that. So the question becomes, what is or who is Bigfoot? So let's break down some of the evidence, the support, the information we have surrounding Bigfoot. Start to break down what it might mean. So some evidence. We have eyewitness testimonies. Lots of them, as a matter of fact, across numerous regions, different continents from Asia, all the way here in the United States, North America, across the globe. We have eyewitness accounts, testimonies, description throughout time. So we have the geographic dispersion of evidence. That's one of our axes. We have another axis of time. Descriptions of said beast has many different names, right? The abominable snowman, the Yeti, the skunk ape down in Florida, Bigfoot, Sasquatch. We know all the names. I hope you do. If not, there's plenty more. Ones I did not mention. They are typically captured with very poor, poor video quality. Minimal evidence. No bodies found. There's no bones. There actually is a little interesting story about that. And I'll get to that towards the end of this. But no bodies. It's not like there's definitive proof of a Bigfoot. They're often found in remote locations. Low population locations, dense forests on top of mountains. It's not like they're at your local Walmart being spotted. They're not spotted at a house. They're not like a ghost, which could be creeping around in your basement. They're not a UFO, which is simply in the sky. 
They are a land-based creature. The fact they're land-based is actually some evidence for them. So what could explain this? We kind of have two options here and two options, only two options. One, Bigfoot is a semi-intelligent ape that somehow outsmarts us. I'm not okay with that option. That option makes no sense. There's been no bones. There's no evolutionary trace to Bigfoot. It's, I know there is some argument that a type of ape did exist. Yes. But we're assuming some level of intelligence with this ape because it's able to avoid humans. And it's avoiding videography, photography, and all things that could, quote unquote, capture its existence. So it's like intelligence is not just some level of intellect to survive, but it's an awareness. So we think Bigfoot must have some level of awareness. It must know that these low population density areas, these hard to get to areas, these areas that are easy to hide and maybe camouflage or um, basically go unnoticed are areas that humans are not going to traffic in. They're not going to be a place where you can get lots of video equipment in. It's not a place you're going to just walk by someone and say, oh, look, a local Bigfoot's up there. So it must be aware that these are population low areas. So is Bigfoot actually of higher intelligence? Does Bigfoot know that people are out there trying to capture its image? Does Bigfoot have some level of intellect to be aware as to where people are or not? Know where people are going to travel, not travel. Does Bigfoot have some ability to track people? As you can see where I'm going with this, I'm going with the most logical argument for the existence of, existence of Bigfoot. And that is Bigfoot is extraterrestrial. Now, that might sound crazy off the bat. <laughs> if you've made it this far, crazy's out the window. We're already discussing and assuming that Bigfoot is real. We've assumed Bigfoot is real. Is it really too large of a jump to assume Bigfoot is extraterrestrial? Not of Earth's origin. Bigfoot, let's just pretend Bigfoot did not look like a big, hairy ape. Let's say Bigfoot looked like a person, a normal person. Let's say Bigfoot was spotted with some sort of suit on that appeared to be technologically advanced. Would it be too far-fetched to assume that Bigfoot has some sort of very small, something that's not necessarily visual, but visible, I should say, easy to see, sort of motion tracking system set up to where he can know where population is? Imagine if Bigfoot had some ability. We have the ability to track foot traffic. This is of extraterrestrial origin. He is able to track where we are. He knows where population-dense areas are. Maybe he has some type of ship or craft that's able to easily hide itself either in the ground or camouflage, or it doesn't need to be terribly difficult to hide. It's in such a population low area. It's in a forest that's hard to see. So think about it. If you were an extraterrestrial and you went to observe humans and you wanted to understand what they did. And you want to set up a base on Earth or some sort of a small outpost no, post, no longer larger, I should say, than the size of a, a porta potty or a hut. And you had all the needs for survival there. Because again, you're more technologically advanced. 
being in a low population area is the first place you would go. Number two, people think UFOs, you would want to be in the sky. If you think about the number of people that are walking in a very, very dense force relative to the number of people that could see you, if you're merely 3,000 feet off the ground, if you just do the math and look at the cone of visual sight, if you take the point that is the spaceship 3,000 feet up in the sky, and then you draw a cone or a pyramid, a three-dimensional one, extending the lines from that point to the ground. And those lines are the sight lines, the circle that would be on the ground, the base of that area, which could be able to see that point, would be exponentially higher than that of which could see Bigfoot in a highly dense forest or in an area where humans can't get to, such as like the Alps or you know, some sort of mountainous region. So in this situation, it actually begins to make a lot of sense that Bigfoot has some level of intelligence. Bigfoot is able to understand who, what, where he is, who could be coming by there, what kind of technologies could be near. And in doing such, he's able to avoid the finding of himself right? They avoid humans finding him, avoid uh, people getting in contact with him, finding him. And top it all off, there are no bones of said Bigfoot found. So if you were to go on a space mission and you were to land on a planet and you were to die for whatever reason, it would make a lot of sense if your goal of your observation of this planet was to not disrupt the planet by any stretch of the imagination you would make sure that all evidence of yourself does not exist. On top of that, you'd want to camouflage yourself, right? So what kind of camouflage is better than one that looks like a bear or an ape or something that existed in the past where no one would assume it looks like an intellectual creature? Your camouflage is perfect. Your camouflage is not only do they have trouble seeing you, but if they are to see you, they don't even think you are what you are. And if they even see what you are, they don't even assume that you are of high intelligence. On top of that, no bones or body has been found because one of two reasons. One, let's say this person was alone, this extraterrestrial. Could Bigfoot be wearing camouflage? So if they are to die, they have some means of having their bones stay hidden. That seems a little extreme in my opinion, because maybe you stumble across something. But number two, or even three, is number two is how many of these people are going to land on Earth and just die on Earth. And number three is that they do die. They're probably going to travel with a companion or multiple people because it is easier to travel that way in case something does go wrong on your trip. If they are high intelligence, they can find a way to remove the body without being concerned about it being found by humans. So I think the fact that it hasn't been found, said Bigfoot bones, and the fact that it's difficult to capture on camera, it's difficult to come in contact with unless you're, you know, the, all we have is these eyewitnesses and we are under the assumption that it exists. The most probable explanation for Bigfoot's existence is that Bigfoot is an alien. 
I can't see an argument that I would accept that does not involve Bigfoot somehow having some level of intelligence higher than us from another planet, aware of how we function. And the fact that it is looking like an ape and this big creature might simply be the fact it's a tall entity that wears camouflage. Could that be simply it? I don't see how that argument is too far-fetched under the assumption that Bigfoot does exist. Now, I do want to share an interesting story with you. I don't remember how many years ago this was. Maybe it's 10. I'm 29. It might be more than that. It might be 15. When I was in Palo Alto, there was someone who claimed that they had found Bigfoot and put him on ice. And they gathered the media. And they were going to present real-life evidence of this Bigfoot. Now, two weird things came about. One, this is a notorious Bigfoot hunter, quote-unquote. Someone who goes out and tries to find Bigfoot. Now, if he were to just invite all the media, is going to show them what a Bigfoot is frozen. Do you really think this person would make this hoopla just to present a fake Bigfoot and ruin their credibility that is probably already on the line because they are a quote-unquote Bigfoot hunter? It's not like they're going to showcase a video which could have been edited. They're showing a very provable or disprovable thing. Number two, they showed it in Palo Alto. It's not like Palo Alto, California is the Bigfoot hub of the world. It's a tech hub. It's not a Bigfoot hub. It's very odd that they were showing it in Palo Alto. I found that to be um, pretty interesting. Now, you could argue that there might be resources in Palo Alto that wanted to assess and analyze this Bigfoot. And that's why they presented it. But lo and behold, time passed and they presented the Bigfoot to the audience of media and it was just a rubber costume. Now, what a weird situation. The person is presenting a Bigfoot who they, they say this Bigfoot exists and it's just a rubber costume. And this person's like, oh, gee whiz, it isn't real. Does that seem reasonable? Or let's get conspiracy deep and say maybe this person was paid off. Paid off in the sense they had the real Bigfoot, but look, tarnish your reputation and we'll give you a huge chunk of money to not release Bigfoot, not because Bigfoot is real and is an important find for the sake of, um, I guess, evolution and lineage of human development and so on and so forth, understanding how we evolved over time, common ancestors, but because Bigfoot is actually an extraterrestrial. And releasing an extraterrestrial to the public with definitive evidence would cause massive shockwaves. But releasing that Bigfoot exists, and it, then you could merely say that it is just an endangered type of ape, wouldn't really cause catastrophic shockwaves. It'd be a unique finding um, of, you know, some sort of mammal that exists that we didn't know exists before, but it'd be no different than discovering, I suppose, some type of new mammal in the rainforest that we didn't know exists. And even though it does carry some folklore with it, it's not like it would turn the world upside down. But presenting an alien would. Presenting something that was not of this world would. And potentially by assessing it, its skin, its blood, whatever you would assess of a Bigfoot, I'm not 
a biologist, uh, someone who analyzes creatures of sorts. But you would assume that they'd be able to identify whether or not its origins were from this solar system based on the elements, the makeup of the animal, and the isotope ratios of the elements because those are determined by the birth of our solar system. That's how you determine what comes from our solar system and what is not because it came from a single star. That's my understanding. Again, I am not an astrophysicist or someone who understands that to the highest degree, but that's the limitation of my knowledge. So moral of the story, if we assume Bigfoot exists, my argument is this to you. Bigfoot is most likely an alien. Bigfoot is most likely more intelligent than we care for. Bigfoot is probably able to be smart enough to avoid human contact, which is why it getting videotaped or it getting quality pictures of becomes very difficult to do. I hope you find this argument somewhat fun and interesting. I hope you find it maybe uh, eye-opening or even at least, at the very least, entertaining and something you can bring up next time with your friends and argue about. Now, what's my personal belief on Bigfoot? That's not neither here nor there for this conversation. Here's merely just a fun discussion based on a conversation I had with AJ in our previous video about talking about does Bigfoot exist? Then we went on after the recording to talk about how it might exist and said, uh, discussion took place. Then I was still thinking about it because I found it to be kind of fun and something interesting. If I were to argument, argument, create an argument as to if Bigfoot exists, how would I create that argument and what stipulations need to exist? In my stipulations, Bigfoot has to be an alien. So I'll leave it there for you. Thank you for listening to the Max Schmarzo podcast. I hope you enjoy. As always, take care and peace out.